0: Activia helps support a
1: healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. This is an Irish Independent Podcast. Welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry. Folks, it's a Life Lessons episode. And actually, our youngest ever Life Lessons person is in studio today. He's been flat out presenting the 2FM Breakfast Show, being a dad, creating content for social media, and just a small matter... Of competing and winning this year's Dancing with the Stars, he's now the owner of the Dancing with the Stars glitter ball. It'll be in his kitchen or on its fireplace, and he's joining me in studio to talk life, career, family, and a little bit of health thrown in there too. Carl Mullen, a very big welcome. How are you getting on? Do you know what's so funny about the glitter ball? We got to hang on to the glitter ball for about ten
0: minutes on the the studio floor, and then two hands appeared. And whipped it off, and I've never seen it since. Go on, <laughs> yeah. You don't. I think I get it. I think I get to keep a little mini version. Which has I thought that
1: you like bring it in the door, kind of like a trophy, like the World Cup coming in the door. So did
0: I. I was expecting <laughs> I'd be like going around the place, you know, like you know Jack Charlton, but no, uh, I don't, don't. I think I get a little mini version to keep.
1: Well, you won anyway.
0: Yeah, which was it's so funny. Like I mean, we're you know, it's a few weeks ago now, and it's still a crazy thing to process. I look back at the photos and you're kind of going, was, did that really happen? It's the whole Dancing with the Stars thing. It was, It was the most intense process I've ever been part of. It was unbelievable fun and a properly like once in a lifetime opportunity. But you're so in it at the time. You're so focused on learning steps and worrying about this, that and the other that when you come out of it, you're like, Sorry, did that, did that really happen? It's like this brain fog. Give us a sense of
1: that, because I've heard, I've chatted to a few people on it before, and I've heard just how intense it is. Give us a sense of hours across a week.
0: Well, it's one of those things where you can, you can put whatever you want into it. Um, and but everyone gets very
1: serious come well, on now yeah. well, oh, so, gee, it's the em, most serious thing I've ever seen on TV. I,
0: I was told <laughs> at the start you know oh well look you can put four, four hours in a day if you want but like you'll definitely put in more and I was thinking Anna, oh, four hours a day will be loads queue a week later um, and I'm doing the first couple of weeks we were probably doing six seven hours a day a day and then by the time it got to the end we were doing nine ten hours a day Stop. it was bonkers but in saying that as well You would have people of varying abilities. Like I had to put that level of practice in to just get myself to a standard where at least people could see, wow, he's improving. Because you do, the further you go on, it's like the law of diminishing returns. And I would have to put up more and more and more practice in to just even get a little bit better. But it it was great fun and it was an amazing thing to do. And you always knew regardless that at most it was 11 weeks. So I just thought to myself, it was great. I had a great support network at home and everyone just said, throw yourself into this, give everything to it, and whatever happens, happens. And we ended up winning it, which was mad.
1: And would you be the first person up at a wedding on the dance floor? Well, absolutely not. Well, you will now. Categoric not. Well, <laughs> everyone who's
0: taken part in the show has also told me that I will now be plagued for the rest of time because people think that after you do Dancing with the Stars that you can dance. Yeah. I... Cannot dance still. I can do specific moves to very specific songs and that's it. Other than that, I still cannot dance. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you're, you're, you're kind of a one-trick pony to certain songs.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you put on, you know, Ed Sheeran's <laughs> Celestial, I'll do a great version of that. But other than that, no. <laughs>
1: And uh, the shoes, that was your kind of thing over the course of of the 11 weeks, right, was how many shoes you were going through. So you have a heavy foot.
0: I have a very heavy foot, a very wide foot as well. I think that was the main issue is like I have very big, wide, flat feet. And I think most dance shoes are are designed for people with a bit more of a delicate foot. Um, I'm, you know, I'm the type of person who I probably like when I'm walking along the street you know, drag my foot. You know, when you have a really well-worn pair of shoes, I always have like an area at the back of the sole that's really worn just by whatever way I walk. So I think the shoes, yeah, I, I was very heavy on the shoes. What was the scariest part of it? I think the scariest part of it was the, actually for me, it was kind of the pressure you put on yourself because when you sign up for something like that, you're kind of going, right, either you you really try and give it your best shot. And it's it's the fear that even by doing your best, you're still going to look stupid or that you're going to make a bit of a show of yourself. That was my main issue because I I just wanted to go into it and come out of it happy with the level of effort I'd put into it. I, I would always kind of go into everything where I've gotten much better at it over the years, maybe as I've gotten a bit older, but I do think... When you compare yourself to other people, you're already losing. The only thing you can control is how
1: hard you work. And it's a very grown up thing, and yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in a belittling way whatsoever. But like, it's very, uh, yeah, it's a very grown up life lesson to so say, you know what, just do your best.
0: It's, and I don't know, maybe it's becoming, and maybe it's becoming a dad. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is, but it's just something I've really bought into in the last couple of years. Where the only thing I can, you know, have control over is my level of output and effort into something, and. It really applied to, to Dancing with the Stars. And I suppose my biggest fear was that even by putting everything into it, that I would still come out of it looking like a bit of a fool. But I, I, I'm happy enough. Well, I, I
1: don't think I came out <laughs> looking like a fool.
0: That was the main thing.
1: And final dancing question. Was it a yes straight away when the phone call came? No. No? It, yeah, it wasn't. I
0: had to think, again, it was that fear of looking like a bit of a fool. Because I had this preconception that because of the TV show, they would just decide to cast people in a certain role. And I was thinking to myself, right, like, you know, making sketches online, being a bit of a joker on The Breakfast Show, they would just cast me as this guy who would, you know, do the silly dances and I'd get to week five and then it'd be like, good luck and thanks. And you've made a bit of a show yourself. But actually, what I didn't realize is that's not the case at all. It's actually very much like whatever you put into it like if if i wasn't putting the effort in and like or i really could not dance there would be no option but for me to go down the comedy route whereas actually because i was putting the effort in and i was able to get from start to finish in a dance and and do it it meant that i it was up to me how i was perceived as part of the show so i was able to say like look i'd love to do something a bit more serious next week and they totally went along with it so um But that was my worry at the start was that it was going to be, you know, oh, Carl, the the joke shop of the whole thing. So I didn't say yes straight away and I was actually talking to my wife and we had watched all the previous seasons and I used to be that guy who was, the armchair expert at home, been like, (laughs) yeah, they looked a bit flat footed there not knowing what I was talking about. Um, But it was Ash said to me, you know what? Like, I think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. If you say no to this and then it comes to January and it's on the TV, will you be kicking yourself that you're not part of it? And I said, yeah, do you know what? And, you know, my worry as well was the time commitment and what was involved. And she just said, look, whatever we have to do as a family, we'll make it work. And in fairness, my family were unbelievable. Like between Ash, my wife, and my sister, my mom, like just everyone rolled in. And wherever, um, you know, we needed help with childcare or whatever else was going on, they were there. So it was great.
1: Let's check career then. So we always check career on these type of apps. The last couple of years, if i have had an exponential Career, for want of a better word. You're yeah. you know, you're lead on the on the breakfast show yeah. with that with, uh, with Darren and Donica, uh dancing, your social media, that's taken off. Was this always the plan to get to this point? Um Or was there a plan? It's
0: funny, I don't know. Like I'd never be I've I've never been one to say have a five year plan or I'd always have a goal. And like in my head, like doing the breakfast show was would always have been like the ultimate goal. Truthfully, I didn't Think it would ever happen? I, I I don't know why. It just was one of those things that always felt like, wow, that's that's really like the the pinnacle of your career type of thing. That's in my head where it was at. Um, it's and it's it's kind of a funny one because a lot of people um will say, God, like you know it. It really all happened for you overnight, and it yeah, did it in does, some ways, but burn. it actually didn't. No. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, for, I, my first time on air on Two FM was in 2014. It was on uh, Stevens' Day on on 2014 in 2014, and I did every terrible shift there is under the sun. Like it was, there was so much graft went into it, and I did weekends for years, and you do all of these, you know, shifts where don't get me wrong, I still loved it. I absolutely loved it, and there were really great training grounds. Um, But there was a lot of hard work went into it. And then it was kind of funny, though, because there was all of that slog and all that hard work. And then it was just like everything came together at once. And realistically for me, that was probably during COVID. Um, Like COVID was was an awful time. And for a lot of people, it was a really, really horrible time, you know, professionally and emotionally and all those other things that were going on. But I was very fortunate in that Definitely professionally, COVID was very good to me in that when we were all stuck at home, it gave you that little bit of breathing space to just think about where you're at and what you were doing. And I decided to put my energy into just making like nonsense videos. I kind of realized very early on, I, I was actively seeking out things that would just make me laugh and make me smile. And I thought to myself, well, I like making videos, but I'd never really thrown myself into it. and I was like, well, I can do that. I can make nonsense videos. And I just started doing it. And it seemed to strike a chord with people at the time and started gaining momentum. And all of a sudden, I started gaining all these followers online. And you're kind of going, this is a bit gas. And then only a few months later, the opportunity came up for the breakfast show. And the breakfast show was a funny one in that I had decided to myself, at, at this point, we were expecting our first baby, myself and my wife, Ash, and... You know, it was hard because I had a a job on the side in, not a job, it was my actual full-time job in RT, which was I was working for the RT player. And then the 2FM stuff was on the side. And with the baby on the way, I was like, I won't be able to do this. I was working six, seven days a week and I just knew it wasn't going to be possible. So I decided, right, I'm going to put everything into trying to get the breakfast show. And if I don't get it, I think I'll take a step back from radio because I just think... I need to focus on my family and all of that, and uh, I I went for it, and I remember it kind of nearly in my head being psyched up for the phone call to say that I hadn't got it, and uh, when they rang me to say I had got it, I, it was probably a very underwhelming reaction for them because I was just so confused. <laughs> I was like, "What? What are you talking about? I'm like, I've got the breakfast showing." Then, like you know, a few weeks later, I was starting this brand new mad journey with Darren and Dunica, and we're nearly two years into it, and. Well. It's like, truthfully, I feel like, I, I said this to Deere and I the other day, you know the way when you watch Top Gear and it's like um, with the lads when they'd go on an adventure, um, Jeremy Clarkson, James May and Richard Hammond. Oh, the original Top Gear. The good original man. Top Good man. Yeah. I was going to ask you that question. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: good. I figured that's where you go. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose I should say the grand tour now. But, you <laughs> know, whenever I used to watch them, I used to think to myself, "Well, wow, what a job mm. getting to like have the crack with your mates. And I only said this the other day, it was, you know, that's us. Like, we're in work every day and we're just having the crack and messing with each other and slagging each other and um, it's going really well and it's just a great place to be in. So, I am I'm, I really try and be present in how lucky I am to work and what I do and to work with the people who I do. So, it's been it's unbelievable.
1: And a lot of people would look at what you do and think, you know, that they're very, they're trendy jobs. Like, they're very aspirational jobs for a lot of the upcoming 20-somethings mm-hmm. and, and 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 younger, they think, well, okay, I want to be, pardon I'm going to use this word, you're going to hate it, but I'm going to say influencer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a radio <laughs> presenter. Yeah. Uh, and you'd be one of the people they would look at and say, look, he's made it. He is like, he's one of the biggest in the country. He's amazing at what he did. And, What's the advice to them then, if they're tuning in, or if there's a daughter or someone listening in and thinks, you oh, I would love to do that." Presumably, part of it's the hard graft, and no one ever sees that. Now I've known you, I've seen you around the RT buildings for years yeah. and years and years, and I've seen you do the the, the work and listen to you on air doing the work.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, look, look. With anything like, it doesn't just fall on your lap. Like you have to put the work in. But I think the biggest shift I had was that. I think unconsciously I was expecting because I was doing the the graft, I was expecting the opportunity to come and then just land in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the case. I, you know, started to realize even though I'm working in the background and I'm doing the weekend shifts and I'm doing this, that and the other, I had to go and actively seek out, you know, a bigger opportunity and I had to go knocking on doors for a bigger opportunity. And, you know, it was a case of like, look, Opportunities don't come up all the time, but then when there is a door that opens, you have to make sure that like you're ready to go through it. And when the opportunity came up for the breakfast show, I kind of just dropped everything that I was doing because I was like, well, that's the job I want. So I need to throw everything at this. And I like, you know, you know, know, there's a process that goes into like picking who a, a new breakfast show team might be. And, you know, you do pilots and you do this, that and the other and um. But I I was like, what can I do to make myself stand out again from everyone? I recorded like a video for the bosses. You know, I did like a YouTube style video just to say, this is why I'm the right person for this job. And it was all for me about going, right, how do I just convince them that like I can think outside the box? How can I convince them that I have the talent to be able to do this, that I have the work ethic to be able to do this, to help myself stick out in front of everyone else? And I think for me, that'd be my main advice would be don't wait for the opportunity to come to you. You have to go looking for the opportunity because we all do it in life as well. You see people and you're like, how did they get that job? You know, uh, I, I definitely would be more talented than them or I'd be definitely more able. But nine times out of 10, they've probably, even if they aren't as talented as you, they have probably got the gig because they asked mm-hmm. for it, you know? And then you realize, oh, well, I actually didn't ask. Um, so I think that would be, my advice is to just back yourself and don't be embarrassed about sending the email. Don't be worried about, oh, I'm going to see him arrogant. Just go for it's it. It's
1: very Irish thing, that, isn't it? Oh,
0: yeah. we'd completely talk ourselves down and think... I was worried that, like, you know, by setting up an Instagram page and started filming myself on a phone, people would think, look at him, he's real into himself. And then when I stopped caring, that's when things started to happen. Because, yeah, of course, there's going to be people who don't like you.
1: How do you handle that?
0: Um... Look, I'd be lying if I was to say... Do you say, accept
1: it? We, we, we just recorded an episode on acceptance, so it's yeah, fresh in my mind. It's. It, it,
0: I would be lying if I was to say that there isn't times where it doesn't get in at you, you know. I, it, for the most part, like whenever someone has a go at you or says something, you know, that's a bit mean or whatever it is. A lot of the time, it's really on the ridiculous end of the scale. So actually, they're the easier ones to take because you're like, oh, this that's just outrageous, like whatever. People who just go off on an absolute f- f- tirade. And, 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 and to be fair as well, I don't get a lot of it, you know. For every one negative comment, you get 100 positive ones. But you do. That's you, a lot you, when you account as big you as yours. You, yeah, yeah, and you can really hone in on the one negative one. Yeah. Um, the ones that probably get me most are the ones where about two weeks later, you're like... There's a bit of truth in that, you know, <laughs> and it's where you realize, you know, okay, like maybe um, you know, whatever it might be. Um, I also probably the ones that get me the most are like people giving unsolicited advice on how you should live your life, you know, whether it's being a parent or whether it's you know, um, whatever. And a lot of the times, people have the best interests at heart. At heart, it's just sometimes the approach can be very like very heavy handed, and you're just like, all right, like I had someone got mad at me one time about um, a car seat that we were using. And it was, it was a front facing car seat. And they were like, that should be rear facing. ah." And in fairness, it was one of those things where actually I knew that it was meant to be rearward facing, but I can't remember, we temporarily had to use this one and we couldn't put it rear facing. And I just was like, whoa, hang on a minute. Like this is, there's a reason why it's forward facing, but I'll go back to the rearward facing very soon, you know.
1: And it's, it's, a passion do you love it all the social stuff
0: yeah I do I do love I do enjoy it it's it's funny you can put a lot of pressure on yourself the more I definitely notice like the more your numbers start to go up the more you start putting pressure on yourself to deliver and to come up with new ideas and um coming up with ideas it's a funny one as well because sometimes you have a period where you're going oh my god I have ideas coming out of my ears uh, and when I'm having periods like that, I have to make a real effort because you could be walking along and think of an idea and they go, oh, I must write that down. You forget it. Yep. Whereas if I have a period where like there's a lot of creativity flowing, I need to just get like my notes app out and just jot it down. Uh, and then you have periods where you just can't think of any ideas or these, you know, weeks of self-doubt or whatever it might be. And you come up with an idea and you're like, oh, that's useless. And it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, but the, the more successful, I suppose, my like social media accounts became definitely the more pressure I was putting on myself. But actually dancing was a really good, um, was a really good time to get myself out of that because I, you know, would have very much traditionally been doing sketches and mm-hmm. doing this, that and the other. And I love doing them, but I had always wanted to branch out and I don't know this like, I I don't know if it sounds a very serious word, but I wanted to diversify my content. <laughs> like, <laughs> please don't get sick when you hear me saying that. But, you know... But act- you
1: know, it's good to hear stuff like that because it makes people realise there is a plan behind it. It's not just for the crack. Every yeah. Day there's, you know, it's you look at it as a business and that's how it should be looked at, yeah. particularly on, on your scale.
0: Exactly. And, you know, the way for me is like with Instagram, for example... Instagram is is great and I love it as a as a platform and I love making it's a, it's a great outlet for my creativity mm-hmm. you know and that's one of those things it's you know you got to scratch that itch and I'm a creative person and I, you know if I wasn't making Instagram videos I'd be doing something else creative the good thing for me with Instagram is yeah you can make money through it you know but um mostly it's that it's a CV for me yep. you know it's it's a way to showcase your talents to showcase your personality and Look, at the end of the day as well, eventually there will be another platform that will come along and probably, you know, Instagram might be forgotten about. Who knows? Like there's always new platforms like TikTok, like, you know, things move on. So it's all well and good, you know, for me to go, oh, look, I have so many followers on online. That's worth nothing if everyone moves off that platform. So you always got to be thinking about like, okay, well, actually, what's my Career path here. What's my career plan? Because look, I'm at a stage now. It's different. I'm not just thinking about me. I'm thinking about like, um, my family as well. So you gotta, you gotta make sure you're not putting all the eggs in one basket. You know.
1: And the family life then make work life balance a priority.
0: Yeah, I, I, I probably. I probably am still trying to get that right. You know, it's... You might want to hurry that up. I know, I know. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It's tough because it definitely, you know, and I'm sure this is the same case in a lot of different industries, but in the like media industry or the creative industry, it's really drilled into you to never say no to an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm still... It, it's funny because actually we're right, talking about advice, you know, that people give. And definitely at the start, I would say, do say yes to everything because there's so much to be learned. But you got to really watch. There comes a point then when actually the power of saying no becomes even more important than saying yes. And it's trying to catch that moment where it's the right time to start saying no to things. And I still struggle with saying no. And it's something I need to get better at. I keep thinking, oh God, I'm letting them down. Or what if this is the big opportunity? What if this is the big moment? And actually... You realize over time, no, like opportunities come up all the time. And it's about just being in the right headspace to go for that opportunity at the time. So I think, yeah, I'm still in a bit of a place where an opportunity comes up. I'm like, oh, well, I have to go for this. But then it might mean that it's really tough in terms of the time commitment at home or whatever it might be. So that's, I'm still working on getting the work-life balance right, definitely. How do you find being a dad? I absolutely love being a dad. It is It's madness, (laughs) but it's, it's been absolutely amazing. And it's, I used to be the type of person who, when people would talk about having kids, I'd be like, oh, (laughs) here we go. They're talking about their kids. And then I'm now that person. I'm that person who has my phone. Like, look, let's just look at the quick video of my baby here. And it's, it's just the most fulfilling thing I've ever experienced. It's mad how it just, it shifts your purpose. You know, everything now I do is is for, for our little baby Davy, And, uh, you know, even even with your work, like I want to do things to make him proud. So even with Dancing with the Stars, I, I was always aware of doing it that, oh, he could come across these videos down the line on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, he will. And I'm sure he'll be mortified. But, you know, <laughs> I still want him to be able to look at them and go, geez, fair play to my dad for giving that a go and for having a crack at that, you know. And you just want to do things that, like, will make them proud. And uh, I just, I absolutely love it. It's just been, it's been incredible. We have another baby on the way as I well. I was just going to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. So, uh, nervous. Oh, yeah, nervous in terms of, like, I mean, Davey, our our baby at the moment, he's like, what is he? See, the thing is, he's over a year and a half. He's between a year and a half yeah. and two. But once they get past eighteen months, you can't be going. Oh, he's twenty months yeah, old. No, no, then no, no, yeah, so no, 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 no. He's a year and a half. Nearly two. Yeah, he's yeah. nearly two. Um, so you know, when the ba- the the new baby arrives, he'll be uh, just have hit two. So I think I think we're in for a period of carnage. anyone I know who has more than one child always gives me the same look, and you've just
1: given it to me, and it's just this like. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't explain it till uh, till, till <laughs> someone goes through it, you know. Yeah. Chat to me about a uh, final kind of question or two. Chat to me about the future then. So where does that look? I think people will have got a very different insight into you, actually, which is why we like to do episodes like this. You get to meet someone who you have a perception of, but yeah. actually you realize there's a lot more behind them. Um, the future. Yeah. How I mean, does that look? Very busy, but how does that look?
0: Oh, yeah, it's...
1: It, what's on the what's what's the go, what's the dream list then you've done the breakfast show you have the breakfast show rocking
0: yeah I would love to like keep doing the breakfast show for as long as I can really i mean that's just you know, with everything Um, you know they run their courses now hopefully the course of the breakfast show is 20 years you know what i mean but it's you know one of those things where you got to keep you got to keep performing mm-hmm. like you know it's uh even in, in, in breakfast radio and radio in general, like it's it's performance based and we got to keep performing and it's going well, but we got to make sure that it keeps going well. And we got to keep putting the work in to make sure it's it, it's going well. So I would definitely love to keep the breakfast show going because it is it like, it's it's a real privilege to get to do something that you love as much as I love doing that. And I know it's the same with, with Darren and Dunica. Um, I've done a bit of TV stuff now, you know, it, obviously there was dancing. Uh, with the stars. But, you know, I, I presented a TV show last year called Takeaway Titans um, and I, I, I hadn't ever thought about doing TV. That opportunity came up uh, a bit unexpectedly and I actually really enjoyed it. So I definitely love to do a bit more TV work. I'm, you know, in the the kind of shorter term you know, thinking about the future, I probably just need to get better at not doubting myself. Dancing was good in terms of that too, about learning to back myself. But, you know, when it comes to the future and thinking big or thinking about, oh, I'd love to do this job or I'd love to do that that job, I would still be really uh, bad at kind of talking myself down and being like, what are you, like, you know, you wouldn't be able for that. So I've gotten a lot better at like silencing that little critical brain in my head. So... I think look, I'd I'd love to do I'd love to do some travel TV. I'd love to do, you know, um I'd love to do some TV stuff at Deer and Dunica. We did a prank show there at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do more of that stuff. I I'm not a real five year, ten year yeah, plan type yeah. of person. I think I'm just gonna try and go with the opportunities, go with the flows, try and ride the wave uh, as best I can and and see what happens. And I always think like as long as you're putting the work into whatever you're yeah. doing, opportunities present themselves. So I think that's where I'll, I'll just keep keep going in that sense.
1: Carl, it's been amazing to have you in. I, I'm delighted for you. I think I sent that, that, that sent you a text a when when you got the breakfast show. I did because yeah. you put. I remember seeing you put the hard yards in. No one ever saw that, and you deserve to get the breaks that you got. So thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. What you appreciate, Carl?
0: No, great to chat. You love that.
1: Folks, that is it for another episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry. You know where we are at Carl Henry PT on Instagram, Real at Independence.ie. We'll see you next week for more Real Health. Longer for.